Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Way, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Way wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. It's Sashir. And Nicole here. This holiday season, we're taking some time off. We're sharing another Best Friends episode where we recorded live at the Largo Theater in Los Angeles. We shared all about our Vegas trip last year, from my long-awaited striptease at Magic Mike to the insane time we had at the Chris Angel Show. I can assure you, it was amazing. Have a listen and enjoy. Something went down the wrong pipe. Oh no! <laughs> it's a horrible way to come out. Oh no! It's choking on the walk. Oh, were you? I'm okay though. Why didn't you say stop the walk? I guess that would have been insane. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's fine. Oh. Thanks for coming out. That's Nicole Byer. That's Sashir Zameda. And this is a live recording of our podcast called Best, Best, Best Friends. Friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what we're doing. Yeah. We're very in tune. Look at these sweaters that Nicole brought. <laughs> so she was like, can you send a picture? And I was like, a surprise is not what you want. <laughs> I'll give you the colors and the animals because I had three sweaters. So I said, pink, blue, black, monkey, cat, fish. Because <laughs> I knew she was going to bring something for us to match. And I just wanted to know what pants to wear. And I was like, can I get an idea? And then she was like, monkey, fish, cat. And I was like, uh, I guess I'll go black pants then. <laughs> You did good. Yeah, this is good. The green in your shoes kind of picks up the green in the palm tree. I'm so glad. And for the people who are a little further back, the buttons have bananas on them. <laughs> and then at the bottom, the monkeys are hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess for people who are listening to this. Yes. 
pink monkeys. The they, sweater is pink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are monkeys on it. On the bottom, hanging out. Buttons yeah. are bananas. Buttons are bananas. Palm There's trees. palm trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, little sequins. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, it's from this company. I think it's called Quacker. No. <laughs> Quacker? I think, look at the tag. <laughs> Why don't you look at the tag? You give me a difficult task. Because my wig. <laughs> Sorry. Hi. Oh my God. Imagine Sashir just started stripping. <laughs> it's not from Quacker. <laughs> it, it says Jack Be Quick. Oh. Oh, man. I guess there is a Q in there. Well, I thought they were all from the same company. I swear one of them is Quacker. But wait, are these vintage or are these new? These are vintage, friend. Well, then, so is is the company... There's a company, I think... Jordan! (laughs) Can you... We have Jordan! (laughs) Jordan on the keys today. Jordan on the... No, Jordan, Jordan jamming. Jamming, jamming Jordan. Jamming Jordan. (laughs) Jordan on the Jeeves. Ooh, Jordan on the Jeeves. <laughs> Who uses Jeeves? Jordan does. I do. Jordan sponsored by Big Jeeves. If you I'm going to walk off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you look up Quacker Factory? Sure. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the brand, Quacker Factory. See? Oh. But, okay. Oh, and they still sell on QVC. What does QVC stand for? Quality. Quality. Very. Very cool. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now we're looking up, what does QVC? Jordan's jamming. Jordan's jamming on those keys. Oh, no. Quality value convenience. convenience. Ew. We don't like it. Ew, who came up with that? Quality, value, convenience. Some man. <laughs> Ew, I don't like it so sheer. Not one bit. No. Mm-mm. Um, we just got back from Vegas this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we had an adventure. We did everything you could possibly do in Vegas. Everything. Except gamble. We didn't gamble once. Yes, I did. <laughs> I lost $20 in 30 oh, seconds. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I put it in the, there was a nasty little slot machine with a little pig on it. And what was it? What was it rake and bacon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rake and bacon. And I kept passing it. And I was like, Sashir, I gotta play it. And then it took my money. Yeah. It was so quick. Really confusing. I don't, does anyone here know how to play slots? No. You know oh, how to play? Oh, there's a gentle wave in the okay. front. <laughs> Can you go to that microphone and explain to us how to play, <laughs> play the slots? I need to know. Need to know. I want to rake that bacon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like. Wait, what's your name? My name's Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi. Matt. Hi. I didn't expect to be on mic. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so there's like different slots. There's like ones where it's like 
high volatile where it's like one of those that's just going to take your money, but the oh. payout's going to be really big. Oh. So like those, you put like a lot of money in, but you could do like little small bets and all you want are like those big bonus games where it's like woo woo and like wheels and whatnot. Uh-huh. And then you have like the like old school, like ka-ching, ka-ching ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those ones you can play with like a high bet and play for a while and you'll get some back and some. And Nothing and some. you've said made sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> what do you, so... So, okay, so is there a strategy or you just yeah. there's not really a strategy. I, I'm like obsessed with this on TikTok. All I do is watch slots on TikTok. I swear to God. It's I love this. It's such a niche thing, and like I'm obsessed with it. And I've seen the rake and bacon one. I've watched that. Um, but isn't the pick so cute? It's so cute. And then have you seen the ones with like the yellow and blue and red pig and they get bigger and bigger and bigger? And like if it's like really big. You are deep in this. No, it's like it's fully like my ADHD like go to like swear to god they're like 10 minute long videos and I'll sit there and just be like ding 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 but like, what's on the video is it people playing it's the game it's literally people somebody playing the slot machine oh, and like watching it that's like when kids watch other kids unbox videos oh okay but that's sad this is fun this is fun <laughs> That's like so sad to me. Like a child being like, what's this child going to open that I don't have? I thought that was like to review the product. Oh, I truly thought it was to be like, I wish I could. (laughs) Then I thought it was like, oh, I'm thinking about buying an Xbox. So they're like, here's the Xbox. It does this and I do that. And this is what the packaging is like. I truly thought it was just like, I didn't get you shit, but watch this. (laughs) (laughs) This is like such a big indication. I shouldn't be a mom. Wait, I have a question. Yes. So you said do small bets. So like hit the lowest thing over and over again? Yeah. So they'll be like anywhere from like 50 cents to like $5, yes. right? So if it's like one of those like big bonus ones, like I think the rake and bacon one is, uh-huh. you want to do like the little small ones and then you want to get that big bonus thing because that's where the payout is. You're not. But how gonna... do you get to the bonus? It's all numbers and luck. It's, it's luck. Because people be stare at it like they're strategizing, but I'm like, it's... Is is a is a screen. So in the rabbit hole that I've gone into, they're like, if you look at the bonus, if the major bonus is really high, or like the grand is really high, there's a really high chance it's going to go off. But if it's really low, that means it's not going to go off. But it's all bullshit. I mean, oh, to be honest, have you but. how much have money have you won? Um, doing slots. Nothing huge. Maybe like 400, 500 bucks. That's, that's, that's a something. That's good amount. But in LA, Orange County economy, that's it's a sandwich. That's a sandwich. Yeah. It's a sandwich. That's that. That's that. Uh, that uh, smoothie from Erwan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much money. <laughs> it's very good. All right. Wait, what is your name again? Matt. Matt. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Matt. Matt. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, but the first day. We got in the pool, and for whatever reason, the Bellagio, we're fancy, had three lifeguards for three feet of water. Yeah. Yeah, there was no need for a lifeguard. It didn't but they seem did whistle a lot. So much. Yeah. And then a man, he backed his butt into the jets in the hot tub. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. We, like, made eye contact as, as he was just, like, wiggling against the jet. And I was like, Sashir, did you see that? She's like, nah. <laughs> I missed it completely. I think he shat in the, in the hot tub. He just, like, I think he, he might came by too. himself. Wiggled and then left. <laughs> um, and then we saw Usher. We saw Usher Raymond. My God. so good. You guys, if you get the chance, go see Usher. Yeah. So like, 
He didn't wear any costumes that were breathable. He like started off in a three-piece satin suit mm-hmm. and then changed into leather yeah. and then closed in, I think it's neoprene, which I, is like a, it's a nice thick fabric. Oh, that neon suit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the, f- you stink. Like, cause he never stops moving. No, he was moving the whole time. The whole time. And he's on skates at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. roller skates. Yes. It's, and then there's strippers. Oh, they were so good. Oh my God. There was one with the juiciest butt mm-hmm. and she did a thing where she like clapped her like feet together upside down. And I was like, we all have to clap. She's working so hard. Yes. And then she was also like, like, holding the pole with her knees and then balancing her yes. her torso off and then started beating her chest. Yes. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> I truly was like, if she could come in the crowd and kill me, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, she Murder a, me. She had an air that was very like yes. scary. And I she was like, was I terrifying. love this. I loved her. Yeah. I found her on Instagram. It took me a minute. But like, I found her and now I follow her and now she's my pole inspiration mm. because she's terrifying. Yeah. She does this thing where she like tumbles down the pole and lands in a split mm-hmm. and then she's like, ah! And I'm like, ah! And that's the kind of stripper I want to be. Yeah. Like, people are terrified and throw money at me because they're like, I don't know what she's going to do to me. <laughs> oh, she was so good. It was very good. Also, like, 10 minutes in, so she leaned over and she was like, is it over? That seemed like the final number. I was like, yeah, no. It opened with a medley of hits. And I was like, oh my God, Usher, where are we going to go from here? Like, we have an hour and a half left. Like, you're going to blow your load. He didn't. He didn't. I did. But he didn't. No. He sustained the whole time. The and I was whole like, time. Ah! <laughs> Oh, it was like it was so good. Quite a catalog. Oh my god! When he did climax, mm-hmm. I was like so horny. Yeah. Oh my god! It was so good. It was really good. And then he told us that he started at eleven and has been in the game for twenty-two years. And I was like, Usher, you're not thirty-three. <laughs> I was really confused on I, the math. You're not like you have a Vegas residency. You're not thirty-three. <laughs> And we refuse to look up how old he is. <laughs> We're not going to figure it out. We still have it. And Jordan, don't you dare. Don't you dare do it. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> also, people got shouted out in the crowd. Gucci Mane was there with his wife. Nia Long uh, was there. Nia Long was there. Kim, no last name. Um, <laughs> we like, don't know which if, it was, Kim? if it was little or big ass Kim. Um, You tickled yourself with that one. I really did. Because it came off the dome so quick. Yeah. Um, and then who else was there? I feel like there was one more person. I can't remember. I can't remember either, but we were like, Usher, we're here too. He, he did not he care. Didn't know. <laughs> we didn't let him know. No, we sure didn't. And then the funniest thing happened during the concert. So there's a camera person who follows him around. So like everyone has a good view of Usher. And he came so close to this woman and she like pulled out her phone and Usher is here. She's holding her phone and the camera operator gets behind her and it says storage full. <laughs> It was really funny. It was so, I screamed. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, this is my chance. And it's, can't. No, the phone was like, anything. bitch, no. <laughs> it was so funny. And he came really close to, so close. to us, but not really. He no. was like so close, but so far. He like, there's a moment where he came in the crowd and he was like up on the DJ booth. And we were like, if you just come, come just one section bit. to the left, we'll be here. He never did. He never did. That's okay. It's okay. We probably would have died. Probably. Probably would have passed right away. Yeah. 
Oh my God. And then I was so confused because some people didn't stand. They were seated, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were standing. And I was like, so like, what are you, you're like listening to Usher and looking at butts? Like, <laughs> how is that fun? I don't know. Well, maybe they couldn't stand. Uh-oh, I'm an ableist. <laughs> wow, cancel me in my monkey sweater. <laughs> dare you in your monkey sweater <laughs> and then the second day uh we went and drove cars um i got to drive a fucking ferrari around a fucking racetrack i was the only black person <laughs> and the only and woman the only in your woman. yeah yeah it was wild <laughs> yeah i was with the rest of the wives like go get it <laughs> Go get it, honey. You do the thing with the machine. I don't know how to do it. That's so funny. You were my wife that I day. I was. We were all filming the racetrack like, go get it, yes! Yes! That's mine in the red one. God, that's so funny. Um, and my, my coach's name was Big Mac. And- <laughs> That's what he said. He said, I'm Big Mac. And I said, that's a choice. And, and he told me that I was really good. And I walked in and I said, this year I'm a fucking race car driver. <laughs> like a child. I was so happy. Yeah. Oh my God. It was maybe the best day of my life. It was very Ugh, Then fun. we go-karted. Then we did go-karts and that was very fun. She somehow beat me. Yeah, I was 12. <laughs> And you were 16? Something like that. Yeah. But like, I was in the, in the stall first. Doesn't that mean I'm the winner? Or no, I was in there third, so I'm the third. I, I don't know how they calculate it. Me either. I don't know. I was really upset. I'm sorry. I was like, I was going fast. You were going so fast. So fast. Yeah. I love going fast. You were going so fast. And then after that, we had dinner with all of our best friends at this restaurant called Le Cirque. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> It was funny because we were like running late because the for for a racetrack they were going real slow and it took forever for us to finish the process and then we like had 15 minutes to like get ready for this fancy dinner and then the restaurant calls my phone and they're like she's like hello and I was like hi and she's like how's your night and I was like are you calling from the restaurant and she's like yes I am and I was like we're coming we're walking through the casino right now we're so close and she's like. Okay, well, this is a dining experience for an hour and a half. And you told us that you have a show to go to in an hour. So, and she like kept talking and I was like, shut up. <laughs> like, we're going to be there. It was wild. I was like, is she going to be on the phone the whole time from the elevator to the restaurant? Almost. And then we get there and I was like, hi, I was talking to you on the phone. And she's like, yes. Okay. So I did talk to someone and it does seem like we can fit you in, but we will have to. And I was remove- like, great. Get cool. Sit us down and give us a menu. Seat us. <laughs> and. and- Oh my God. When we told the waiter, we only had like a short amount of time. He started speaking faster. Yeah. Everything was in double time. Everyone was like, they threw the menus at us. They're like, give us here wine. And then I felt like I had to eat fast. And I was like, shoveling food in my mouth. And I was like, I don't have to do that. And then we were out of there like 40 minutes. It was like record time. It was so fast. But they were all so nice to us. It was wonderful. They kept giving us chocolate. It was really nice. And then, the dessert was my favorite dessert I've ever had in my whole life. It was a ball. It was a chocolate. <laughs> it was a chocolate ball. It was a chocolate ball, and then they poured hot chocolate on it, and then there was ice cream in the middle. Yeah, it was good. 
right? And I did that. No, I didn't ooh softly. I was just like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so loud in this very fancy restaurant. Yeah. But then everybody loved us. Everyone really loved us. And they're like, come back next time we get the full experience. And I was like, I guess we have to. We I do. love it here. We love it. The like ceiling was tented. I don't, there were scarves. Like yeah. a woman was like, my scarves. I don't know. Well, I think it was like to be like a circus tent. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Le Cirque. <laughs> Man, yeah. I truly was like, the drapery. <laughs> and then we went to Chris Angel Mind Freak. Oh boy. And I'll tell you something. My mind was freaked. My mind was absolutely freaked. Yeah. I would die for Chris Angel. And this is why we decided to go. Can you look up Chris Angel? Dismembers people? Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Or like, it's a, what, it's what a, do you call, like cuts someone in half? Yeah, or, cuts someone in half. Uh, it's a wild video that Sashir sent me, and I was like, sold! We have to go! He, he had a, um, if you don't know, Chris Angel is the hottest, hottest. magician in history. Yeah, Vanishing Magazine says <laughs> he's the number one magician of our time. This is a real thing. From Vanishing Vanish Magazine. <laughs> Um, he had a show on Spike TV, Spike TV, the boys channel, yeah, TV for men, <laughs> <laughs> which was like, ironically my favorite channel. Cause it had ink master. Oh yes. Yeah, right. I loved ink master. Yeah. Okay. But bloopers. Yeah. What, There's what you, bloopers. What do you want me to find exactly? Okay. <laughs> uh, God, what was it called? So he's like in a park. No, that's not <laughs> or maybe, helpful. Or maybe go to YouTube. Yeah. And then uh, maybe, uh, I feel like it's one of the most searched ones that I yeah, came Yeah, maybe, yeah, Chris Angel Mind Freak. And see what happens. Mm, no. No. <laughs> no. 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 Mm. no. Uh, maybe, okay, body. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Chris, Chris rips, rips bodies, bodies apart. apart. <laughs> it's truly the wildest thing I have ever seen. Do you have a phone? Can you turn your phone on? You're going to want to remember this, trust me. This is the era when, like, magicians would go on the street yeah. with a baseball cap and be like, I'm going to blow your mind. And then they did. <laughs> And I gotta say, Chris, during the the show started late because of a parade, and ten minutes into the show, he'd done like a couple tricks. He was like, "The show started late because of the parade, not because I'm on drugs." And I was like, "I I wasn't thinking that, but (laughs) not thinking that at all." These are now these are strangers. He he doesn't know these. He doesn't know these people. (laughs) It's magic. They're laying on a bench. They yeah. don't know what's going to happen. They have no idea. So there's two people, uh, a male-leaning person and a female-leaning person laying on a bench, cross legs, arms up. There's cell phone cam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now two other strangers are grabbing those strangers' wrists and yeah, feet. Yeah, and feet. His ankles. Oh, yeah, grab his ankles. Okay, hold it just like that. So they're on the bench, wrists being held. Feet being held. Okay, now no, another couple's coming. To do they the same thing. <laughs> These they are all strangers. Yeah, they're all strangers. They just happen to be at park. Okay. This whole 
Okay. Grabbing the wrist, grabbing the ankles. Right. Cross the legs because she's a woman and she's yeah. wearing a skirt. Yeah, gotta cross those legs. Okay. okay. Just like that. Relax. Okay. Now he's looking around because he, he he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. And then he tells the lady to relax, close her eyes. And then he taps on, his taps hand. on her on her torso twice, three times. And then <laughs> she's a bomb! <laughs> and then everyone in the background. Clean cut. There's no blood. No blood. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> She's, She's running away. <laughs> 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 and now he's putting and the he's woman's torso on the man's legs. People are running away. Are so funny. He's not okay. And this man looks sick as hell. <laughs> This torso man who's getting put on this woman's body. Now he's reattaching. <laughs> oh, no, that's not where that goes. <laughs> he doesn't look good. That's because he doesn't have he the right legs on his them. body. He's having a hard time. I love this woman creeping up with the pink phone. She's like, I gotta get this. Oh, no. She's so confused. She's like, cargo shorts? <laughs> Where's Wait, my skirt? Dude, you got my legs. You got my... T- and then he walks away. He, wa- <laughs> <laughs> he changed these people's lives forever and just walked away. So Shira sent me that video and I was like, bought. <laughs> I need to see more of what any, anything this man does I want to see. I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Oh, he truly. didn't do that. Unfortunately, he didn't do that trick. Yeah. The <laughs> but he did levitate and like walk around and we spent hours trying to figure out how he did it. I have no idea. We don't know. And that's why it's Vanish Magazine's best trick of the of, yeah. of ever. Ever. He's yeah. a mind freak. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. There was a, t- a moment where he was in a straight jacket and he was upside down hanging above the this audience. This is his first trick. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to get out of the straight jacket. And we're like, cool. Yeah. And then they had these fans on stage and they blew Garbage. trash in our face. Like, they just blew just a like bunch pieces of trash of paper. at the audience. And we were like, no. And, and then, then <laughs> magically he's out of the straight jacket. And I was like, I couldn't see anything. We were like, anything. was the trick you just blew trash in our faces? So we couldn't see anything? Like, the rapper in my eye was a bit distracting yes. from the straitjacket thing. And then he did a trick where he disappeared, and then I thought a large woman was rushing past us, but it was Chris Angel who... <laughs> like, in a cloaked hoodie. In a cloaked hoodie, runs into the audience. So it's funny, because to everybody else, he just appeared there, but to us, we were like, Yeah, we saw, we saw him, like, scurry, like, past <laughs> audience members to, like, sit down. <laughs> And also, he starts the show with, like, a demon on stage. Oh, yeah. And there was a child in front of us that was like, no! (laughs) It's not a kid-friendly show. No. And they should say that. I think they should. He made a bunch of dick jokes and was like, ah, kids. (laughs) 
But honestly, I would die for Chris Angel. He's I'm really like great. obsessed with him. Yeah, I would go back. Ugh. It was very fun. And then we saw Cirque du Soleil. This is day two still. We we did everything. <laughs> we, we saw, oh, the Cirque du Soleil show that's in water. And it, tonally, oh. it was so different from Mind Freak. <laughs> my, my brain yeah. had a hard time catching up. I was like, yeah. Oh, this is, I was this like, is like a, where's the Nickelback music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's throwing trash in my face. There's just like nice clowns on stage. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what this show is about at all. No clue. I paid attention to every second. Mm -hmm. I could not give you a coherent thought pattern about that show. Mm -mm. But it was so beautiful. It was really pretty. There was so much water. And I said just a year later, I was like, because like the, we were up top. So like the stage is here. And then there's like a huge pool. And then, you know, the sides of the stage or whatever. And I was like, so sheer. How do they like start in the water? How do they get in the water? And she was like, well, I think there's an opening. It just like goes further than you think. And I was like, you don't think it's just a door they open? <laughs> and they're like, hurry, get in there, get in. <laughs> After I said that, I was like, am I dumb? <laughs> am I stupid? It's okay. Um, but yeah, at the end of the show, the people didn't stand up and clap after people were like contorting for an hour and a half and it was their second show of the night. So I stood up and then I was like, stand up, peasants. This <laughs> is yours like, you can't call these people peasants. Yeah, as we're in our like VIP area. <laughs> stand up, peasants. <laughs> I demand it. Well, they needed to stand up. They did such extraordinary things. Yeah, it was great. God, it was so pretty. And then we went to sleep. Yes. Because... I tried to go to a strip club and you said, I don't know how many more minutes I'll be away. Yeah. I was going to be down for, for it, but then we went outside and the taxi line was so long and mm -hmm. I was like, I can't imagine can't do that. being upright for any longer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last day, what do we do? We got brunch. Yeah. We, oh, we got massages. Got massages. We got a little sleepy. We lay down for like 30 minutes and we got dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We went to Momofuku, mm -hmm. which is so delicious. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Meow Wolf, which oh, yeah. I kept calling Wear Panther. Yes. Just um, <laughs> not right. Um, and it was so fun. It was very fun. It was wild. There was like a scavenger hunt. And this lady was like, it takes a couple hours. I was like, we don't have a couple hours. We got to go see Magic Mike. We're doing every event you possibly can in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> so then we went and saw Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. And I finally got what I deserved because... <laughs> Last time we went, I think a solid five years ago, Sashir was stolen from our seats hmm. and taken to a piano and a man played it and she spun around and everyone stared. And then our other friend hooked up with a dancer and then I got nothing. <laughs> I stole a, a glass mm -hmm. because the show gave me nothing. Yeah, uh, you know, Magic Mike. They're strippers. <laughs> they dance on you. And someone whispered, do you want to be a piano girl? And I was like, hell yeah. And, and then I sat on the piano and he played in between my legs on the keys. I mean, it was the best. And then Nicole was crying in the audience. <laughs> Couldn't be happy for me. Although you did say, I'm in a better place now where I would be happy for you. <laughs> I did. During Cirque du Soleil, there was a piano on stage at one point. And so she was like, that's where I like to sit. <laughs> but then it sunk into the water and I was like, and that's where I'd like you to go. 
and we laughed and laughed <laughs> at our top little perch and looked at the peasants. We're like, we have jokes. Um, but this time was my time because I've complained about it publicly. <laughs> And then Mm -hmm. a nice man was like, we'll give you a nice experience. And I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So they brought me on stage because it was finally time for me to get what I deserved. And then, so Mike, have you been, has anyone been to the show? It's fun. It's very fun. If you haven't been, go. But um, so it's like, there's a whole storyline and Mike has to like become Magic Mike. And then his like first dance, he brings someone on stage. Was it his first dance or maybe his second dance? First dance, yeah. So I got brought on stage and then I got like a lap dance and he like spun me around and he like kept whispering in my ear. He was like, listen to all my directions. And I was like, yeah. And (laughs) he was like, keep your legs closed. And I was like, okay. And then... (laughs) And then at one point, he's like, I'm going to lift you up. And I went, no. <laughs> and so Sheer took a video, and you could just see my curls going, yeah. Her wig was just shaking back and forth. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but she does not want it. <laughs> and in the video, it doesn't look like he's struggling. But, like, I felt it. I... He lifted you pretty easily, and it looked like he had it. But you can feel it when people lift you, and you're like, I don't know if this is going to go well. <laughs> There was like a couple seconds where I think even he was like, what have I done? (laughs) Because he had to lower me all the way to the floor and I was like, well. (laughs) Oh, but it was wonderful. Yeah. I loved it so much. I was truly so happy. And then there was a woman so drunk that she was escorted out. (laughs) And it was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It was like, she looked like a flamingo. Like... (laughs) Her legs kept locking. (laughs) And when she came near me, I was like, oh no. I was like, if this lady pukes on me, I'm gonna be so mad. Wait, we saw flamingos. What day was that? I think that was also the same day as Magic Mike. Oh my God, we did so much. much. So Sheer took, she was like, I have a surprise. And I said, okay. And then she whispered to the cab man outside and I didn't hear it because I plugged my ears. And then in the cab, she said it again. And I plugged my ears, but I heard it. And she was like, did you hear it? And I was like, yeah, we're going to Flamingo. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, to see Celine Dion? And she was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, am I going to meet a dolphin? She was like, what? <laughs> again, am I dumb? Because like, it, I didn't put it together that we were going to Flamingo to see flamingos. Well, I guess... I wouldn't have known. I looked it up, but I wouldn't have known just off the bat that flamingos would have flamingos. I guess not. It was, I don't want to shit on it because I did get to see flamingos and I love them. Yeah. But what a nasty little ditch they had them in. I (laughs) couldn't believe it. I was like, so you took them from their home to live here? Yeah. I saw like, the website made it look like they called it a wildlife habitat. And yeah. there was like pictures of parrots and yes. like other things. So I was like, ooh, they're gonna have like there a was whole no thing. Parrots. It was two ponds and mostly ducks. Yeah, a lot and of ducks. And I do like a duck. We love ducks. But I can see a duck anywhere. Ducks are everywhere. <laughs> and then six or so flamingos. Yeah. And then they they had like tags on their legs with numbers, and I was like, that's not great. But I think it's like, there's gotta be a if different one gets way. sick, they're like, that's number four. There's gotta be a... No, if you're a zookeeper, you know your animals enough. <laughs> you know who Bobby, you know who Susie is. You don't need tags. No. 
you were a zookeeper, wouldn't you want to know your animals? Like, really know them? There are no zookeepers <laughs> at the Flamingo <laughs> Resort in Las Vegas. The website did say there was a zoo talk at, at 2 p.m. and like 6. Oh, yeah. Which is a wild time. 2 p.m. and 6. Yeah. They're like, no it's one's going to those. <laughs> uh, oh, but wait, we didn't talk, talk about my experience at Magic Mike. Oh, yes. <laughs> I loved it for you. <laughs> well, the host came by and was like, uh, do you want to get on stage? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, it won't be as exciting as Nicole's dance. And I was like, that's okay. I had a really fun, exciting time the last time I was here. I was a piano girl, remember? And she's like, I don't know who you are. And then... <laughs> And then uh, she brought me on stage with an, an elderly woman named <laughs> Esther. <laughs> she was like 70 something. <laughs> I was like, okay, me and Esther. <laughs> and then she was like, let's take a look at all these men. And then like the men were surrounding us. And we were like, ooh, okay, something's going to happen. And then Esther got taken to one side of the stage and I got taken to the other. And we each had a man in front of us. And then the man in front of me like bent down and he took his underwear off and there was another set of underwear under there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And then he like took my hands and put it on his chest and like rubbed it down and then put it on his butt. And I was like, ooh ha. And then, and then he was like, and then he just held my hands <laughs> for so for long. So long. <laughs> just, to the point where I was like, oh, I guess we're getting to know each other. <laughs> yes. We were just having a conversation on stage. He was just like holding my hands. He was like, so where are you from? And I was like, LA. And he's like, what you here for? And I was like, a girl's trip. And he's like, cool. And I was like, do we gonna do dancing? And, and, and the audience couldn't hear the the conversation, but we just yeah, we're just hitting it off. And then uh, the host comes over and is like, "Tell Sashir how much you appreciate her." And then he says something French in the microphone. And then the host walked away and he whispered in my ear. He goes, "Do you know French?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Neither do I." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is so funny. It was really funny. <laughs> do you know French? <laughs> no, neither do I. After they told me to say this line. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And, and, then, then, they, just, and then they walked me off stage. right back. <laughs> and sat me down. And then the very next thing that happened was a woman got whipped cream sprayed on her and this man licked it off of her. And we were like, why couldn't she do that? Yeah, I was like, why didn't they pull me over there for that experience? And then another lady got railed on the piano. Yeah. Like, you had the nice dainty time, but a lady truly was like, I, you said she looks like she's going to fall off the piano. Yeah, he was ramming her. <laughs> and I was like, imagine going to the hospital. I was like, yeah, I broke my neck at Magic Mike. <laughs> but I think, no, I mean, no one got hurt. I think they, they, they know what they're doing. They're yeah, professionals. So. They're professionals. They are multi-talented. They, they play really instruments. Are. One of them one sang. sang. And a very high falsetto. Oh, and they have this aerial thing that did, was not there last no, time we were there. No, it was there. so fucking good. It was really good. good. Pretty sexy. Very and sexy. A, a splish splash dance. <laughs> <laughs> they were in water. <laughs> splish splash dance. Splish, what else would it be? Splish splash is water. Mm-hmm. Have you ever fucked in water? Yeah. (laughs) I just think it's so unsafe. Unsafe? Was it a pool or a shower? I have done both. (gasps) Chlorine just slamming up your pussy? (laughs) 
Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. And there is a... Is that an excuse? <laughs> Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> we all fucking pools in Indiana. <laughs> we're not near the beach, so we're like, a pool will do. Uh, there is a hotel called Sybaris. I don't know if it's... Yes! <laughs> wow. It's a pool hotel and a fuck hotel. And <laughs> it's like... I've seen commercials of, of, of it since I was a kid. It just looks so funny. It's like kind of place that has like a mirror on the ceiling and a heart-shaped bed and the pool in the room. So like you have a bedroom and then there's a pool room that you can, it's your room. You can do whatever you want in there. So I, I did fuck in that pool. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you remember when I was dating someone and I was talking about fucking in the shower and I was scared? So I was like, can I call you while we do it? And if you... And I actually don't remember this. I maybe blocked it out. I was like, that can't be what she asked me. I did. I said, Sashir, I've never had sex in a shower. I'm thinking about it, but I'm really scared that I'll slip and go through the glass and hurt myself. So can I call you during it? And if you hear anything bad, you say you called 911 and you said, of course. I cannot believe you don't remember this. I, I don't remember this. But I, well, you I were a good friend. <laughs> I would have done it. I can't believe you don't remember. It was like an emphatic yes. Maybe it wasn't emphatic. <laughs> I think like, yeah. Was like, sure. Sure. Did I, you do it? No. Mm. Did you get a call? <laughs> I didn't, so you didn't. I will absolutely call someone. I don't want to die in a shower. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, just shards of glass in my naked body. Wait, where's the glass coming from? The shower door. <laughs> <laughs> if I slip and fall through the shower door, well, I guess it's not locked or latched. Yeah, I guess it would just open. <laughs> it would hurt, but I don't think it would shatter. In my brain, shattered. <laughs> glass everywhere mm. then a man with his dick out being like oh no <laughs> and then the phone going is she okay <laughs> do i make the call now or <laughs> can you make the call <laughs> yeah you're there <laughs> yeah also that you had to call me and like that the uh, you think both of you will be incapacitated that you couldn't call <laughs> i guess i didn't think it all through <laughs> I guess it's a wild fear. Mm -hmm. Huh. <laughs> I mean, it could happen, yeah. It People could. slip in showers all the time. Yeah. But now I'm thinking my fear is like a little too outlandish. No, it's okay. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I cried at Mama Fuko. Am I saying that name right? No, someone said no. <laughs> no. What is it? What did I say? Oh no. Say, yeah. it, say it again. Momofuku. Mm -hmm. It sounded like I was trying. You laughed at me. It sounded like I was trying so hard. Anyway, I cried there because I needed Pepto Bismol, and so Sheer started Googling, and I said, First flamingos, now you're Googling. Because I just, it felt so nice that you had done nice things for me. <laughs> the table next to us, I don't think they were into me crying. I don't think they were paying attention. I think they were. Mm. Everyone's paying attention to us. Yeah, we're always having fun. 
Well, yeah, I wanted your tummy to feel good for the rest of the adventures we were having in Vegas. We did so much. Yeah. And you didn't nap today. No. Well, That's was, wild. Yeah, I know. My internet wasn't working, so I was trying to figure that this out. This is yeah. a saga. I know. <laughs> I think it's kind of working now. Kind of? Yeah. It's, I have like a, this is so boring. I don't, it doesn't matter. They want to know. <laughs> they want to know. <laughs> See, six people want to know. Everyone else is like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> sure. How's your router? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I don't know. I think I actually had, I, I think I did steps that I didn't need to do. Oh. Because I, my Wi-Fi wasn't working. And then I have my machines the, the the modem and the router <laughs> my machines <laughs> i have my machines <laughs> i have them in a little drawer and i opened it and the router was glowing red which is bad so yeah <laughs> So I was like, something's wrong here. So I took it to the internet place and I said, give me a good one. And then they gave me a good one. And then I plugged it in. And then I was like, wait, it's still not working. And so I took my other thing, which was a modem, to the same place. You're a machine. And I'm like, machine. I was like, I need new machines. And then they gave me a new everything. And then I brought it back and it still wasn't working. And then I called and they're like, oh, there's an outage. And I was like, did I need to, did I even need to do this? <laughs> And so then the outage was done, and then part of it, I don't, it's, I don't need to explain this. It, it sucks, and I didn't want to be doing any of this. I went to the store too many times. I've called too many companies, and everyone keeps saying, just unplug it and replug it. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sorry. It's you okay. need to get a spectrum <laughs> a spectrum technician out to your house. They really don't want to do that. They Wait. really Really don't what want to other do that. internet is there? There's AT&T, there's Verizon. Oh, there is more. I thought Spectrum was my only option. I think it depends on your location. It does depend on my location? I think so, yeah. Oh. Not every place services everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Internet's so silly. How come we don't have, like, universal internet? Like, universal healthcare! <laughs> internet for all <laughs> <laughs> i don't know right like why are there different internet companies that they're giving me the same fucking thing um i have no idea capitalism. Yeah. Oh, yeah capitalism. down with capitalism <laughs> let's take it to the streets yeah. <laughs> let's wake up joe biden <laughs> tell him what we think <laughs> Get Get up up <laughs> He's like, that's your only problem. <laughs> yes. There's, there's many. <laughs> Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between. Beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. 
Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Should we do a quiz? Should we? Yeah. Let's do a quiz and then we'll do, um, we'll answer people's queries from the audience. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> well, I guess we have to do, are you, are you more, more a rat, rat or, or a cockroach? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I like yeah, that one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> I mean, which one? Oh, are you a rat or are you oh, a cockroach? The one that I made bold. Yeah. You got it. You want us to yeah, do it, Jordan. you want us to do it. <laughs> What do you think I am, Jordan? <laughs> There's no good answer. answer there. <laughs> I'm hoping to be a rat. Why? I think rats are kind of cute. Oh. Yeah. 
right? I think cockroaches are terrifying. Yeah, we were in Palm Springs one time, and we were in the, well, you were in the hotel pool. I was sitting, I was rooting you on from the sidelines. <laughs> we went to the most insane hotel. Yeah. It was an Instagram hotel that nobody worked at. Mm-hmm. And the maids just left themselves into your room while you were sleeping. <laughs> and you would open an eye and go, no. <laughs> well, <they'd> go, <laughs> we didn't know that they were there, did we? I think I, we, I feel like we woke up and we were like, everything's changed. At one point, yeah. So the first time it happened, everything changed. Second time, I woke up and I said, no. <laughs> and then they left. Damn, yeah. Um, but yes, the pool. Oh, yeah. So uh, we were at the pool. Oh, no, we were walking towards the pool. Mm-hmm. And then there was a roach in the pathway. And there was like a little standoff. And we were like stomping our feet and like, huh? <laughs> Get out of here. And it didn't move didn't at all. Care. And then we were like, <laughs> you can have it. And we just like ran past it. <laughs> and then got to the pool, having a nice time. And I'm looking at Nicole in the water. And I was like, something's swimming <laughs> towards you. And I was like, what do you mean? And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, it's a roach. And it was beelining towards her. <laughs> and then it crawled up it, onto the surface. Yes, it sped towards, like past me. And it took no time to adapt from the water to the land. It's just like, it was like, and then, and then it, it flew. flew away. It was like, I can do all modes of transportation. Water, land, land sky. sky. You cannot escape me. It was terrifying. We screamed and then shut it down for the night. Yeah. We're like, we can't be out here. No, we're like, you own the pool now. It's that fine. That was the weirdest hotel. Yeah. It was pretty, though. It was pretty. Yeah. Are you a, more a rat or a cockroach? Okay. What is your favorite food? Burger. <laughs> Anything with sugar. <laughs> uh, toothpick. <laughs> Cheese. I, <laughs> imagine so sure I looked at you and I said toothpaste I eat toothpaste I'd be concerned um, I'm gonna say burger I am gonna <laughs> also say burger I love a burger mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite color <laughs> food color <laughs> black Yellow. Green. Also, these pictures that are accompanying. Yeah, black is like chunks of coal. Also, what does food color mean? Just any food color? Just any Um, I will say... <laughs> this... <laughs> green. Okay, I'm going to say black. Great. I uh, wonder, sometimes most people do a thing where they're like, ob- like one question is yes. obviously going to be like the thing. This one's tough. I don't know. Because who's, who's going for the toothpaste? I feel like both would. Yeah. Okay. H- how many friends do you have? Five. <laughs> what? I think I think I was reading 
like a head. I think it was reading ahead and I saw five. So on the second one, but I just skipped the first one, which is none. <laughs> How many friends do you have? Five. <laughs> so I'm happy to be one of your five friends. Oh my God. That wasn't me answering, but also kind of. I mean, I truly only have <laughs> three friends. Okay, uh, none. Between one and five. <laughs> About six to nine. Ten plus. Anybody who says they have ten plus friends I think is a sociopath. <laughs> That's too many friends. Well, I guess some people have different um, definitions of friend. Someone said, ew. <laughs> ew. I mean, I agree, but... Wait, what is your definition of friend? Um a uh, person who I love very strongly and uh, has been in my life for a long time or can be in my life for a long time. And we have a level of trust. Yeah. That's what I think a friend is. Yeah. And then I have like acquaintances. Yeah. Those are people I'm like down to clown with, but like, I don't like trust you with things. Uh huh. You're not my friend. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm going to say... Jordan. Jordan's <laughs> so, sorry. Jordan's sorry. hovering over between one and five. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I listen to you guys every week. Yeah, I know. Where you constantly are like, we don't have friends. Yeah, I know how many friends you have. Yeah, I guess between one and five. Same. <laughs> Cause you know how I like really quantify a friendship? Like who's gonna be one of my bridesmaids? Oh, okay. Don't tell my sister, but she's not on the list. <laughs> you can't even do like a, like a, just put her in there. No. What? It's my wedding. <laughs> but then no, she'll give me away because my parents are dead, you know? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? My, yeah, my parents are dead. Are, dead. <laughs> are you, you making fun of me? What? <laughs> You know, cause my, my parents are dead. <laughs> you gotta keep it light and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Deadpool. Black Widow. What? <laughs> These are nobody's favorite movies. <laughs> the Hunger Games? Puss in Boots? What? <laughs> Not one person has said Black Widow's my favorite movie. <laughs> I guess I'll say Deadpool out of this cluster. I mean, I think they got a lot of things wrong in the Hunger Games. Um, I don't think they stuck to Susan Collins' original vision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't it wild that I know who wrote the Hunger Games? I guess I, did, I actually didn't know you read the books. I loved the books. Oh. Are you kidding? I felt like Katniss shouldn't I thought she should have been an ethnicity. Because I felt like... Su well, she why am I is an ethnicity. Well, also, yeah, she's not here. Why are you whispering? You're right. <laughs> um, an, an ethnicity not white. Okay. Um, and I don't know why I whispered it like Jennifer Lawrence was like, <laughs> listens to this podcast and was like, is she talking about me? I can't hear it. Uh, <laughs> but in the book, it felt like she was saying, 
that people in the capital were like white people Mm -hmm. who like got too powerful and then everybody else was like black and brown people who would have fight for their like sport or whatever and Katniss is described as like tan skin Mm. so I was like so she's like Puerto Rican or like Brazilian (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what I thought so I'm gonna say Hunger Games (laughs) Suzanne Collins (laughs) I read all three books and was very disappointed by the third movie (laughs) I guess The Hunger Games is my favorite movie. Yeah, I guess so. How old are you? <laughs> 12 to 18. 19 to 25. Oh my God. 26 to 38. 39 to 49. 50 to 60. 60 plus. We're almost in that 39 to 49 range. We're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> We're, well, we are still in the 26 to 38 yeah, range, so yeah, we can put that it that we skirted in there. Yeah. Okay. Favorite meal? Didn't we do this? No. Wasn't that the first question? I think it was favorite food. Oh. This, this is a whole ass meal. Oh, okay. Breakfast. Snack. Wait, what is that snack? <laughs> is that just a cup of cheese? It looks like mustard. Or mustard? Interesting. With chips. There was oh. also many... Uh, stores and casinos in Vegas that just said snacks <laughs> lunch uh, dinner oh okay so just conceptually yeah. what when do I like to eat um I guess maybe breakfast is my favorite meal I guess I like dinner okay <laughs> I never really thought of it I do like eggs Mm-hmm. I'm never having eggs for dinner. <laughs> this one just says, choose a picture. Okay, so like flames or something? <laughs> An old-timey bathtub on a wood floor. Just some water. <laughs> and a cityscape. I like water, so water? This is one of BuzzFeed's most unhinged quizzes. <laughs> this is wild. Um, I The tub is in a house, and I like that, so I guess I'll pick the tub. <laughs> okay. Okay, and choose a flower. Are those tulips? I believe so. Pink tulips. And I think that's a sunflower? Um, a lily? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Is that a dried up rose? I think it's like a dead rose. It's the rose from Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, that does look like the Beauty and the Beast rose. I'm gonna pick Lily's because that's my dead mom's name. (laughs) I'm going to pick the sunflower. (laughs) Any reason why? Because it's nice looking. (laughs) So this is Nicole. Nicole's a rat. I am a rat. You, you're a sneaky little rat. You like snooping in others' business and stirring the pot. I mean, who doesn't? You're also really, really, you also really, really, really love cheese. That's true. You do love cheese. I do, except cold cheese. It has to be melted. When I was little, I used to say, I don't like raw cheese. And then I said that into adulthood, and then someone finally was like, cheese isn't raw. <laughs> I like my cheese well done. (laughs) I do. I love a little crisp to it. Okay, what's mine? 
I'm also a rat. Oh, yes. Wow. Thank God. We're both rats. Oh my Yay. God. I'm glad we're not cockroaches. Mm-hmm. When you picked the bathtub, I was a little worried because I feel like that's like a cockroach <laughs> place to be. I really couldn't predict anything <laughs> from this quiz. <laughs> it was pretty tough. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if the person who did, who like wrote the quiz is okay. <laughs> You know? I feel like they're just running out of topics because they <laughs> have done so many quizzes. So they're like, I don't know. I don't know. You're a rat or Are you a rat cockroach? Or cockroach? <laughs> Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Okay. Now we're going to do questions. Yes. Okay, so there's a microphone to there. Oh, no. To there. Jordan, were you going to say something? I was just, I wanted to triple check. Did you 
only want to do audience questions or do you want to do oh yeah Ooh, fuck but it's up to you maybe like one uh either written or called in question and yeah. then we'll take it to the audience perfect yeah 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 does that work for you guys okay oh we gotta read okay Oh, this is a sit cheer with such hair. Oh. Question. Sit cheer. Sit cheer. British accent. <laughs> I hope it doesn't I was require a British crying accent. Crying when you did that. Because we had had a conversation where she was like, oh, I had to do an English accent for an audition. I was like, oh, how did it go? She was like, oh, I had a little help from a friend. And I was like, oh, okay. And then thought nothing of it until she did it on the podcast. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's, I honest, you don't have to do it. Okay, thank you. But it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. Because it was really funny. Not because you were bad at it. No, I was bad at it. That's why it's funny. <laughs> no, you committed. That's why it was funny. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're very nice. You can read it in whatever accent you want. Hi, Nicole. Sashir, Jordan, and Kimmy. This is sort of a question for sit sheer with such air, but it's also kind of a friend's question because my couch is my best friend. I love my couch. I talk about it daily, but she's a bit... Un- enormous and she won't fit up the stairwell of my new apartment which is which resulting in me crying on the floor while my movers navigated around me to bring other stuff in (laughs) anyway i had to take my couch to storage and in the process crashed the storage truck into the side of the building (laughs) but that's not really important here I'm having a really hard time finding a new couch because I'm so busy being in love with the one that got away, which which is how things go with dating after a breakup too. But isn't uh, is but this isn't a metaphor. It's really about a couch. (laughs) Do you have any advice on how to proceed with this absolute nightmare of a situation? Thank you for for your time. Sincerely, furnitureless in Philadelphia. (laughs) I've never actually been to Pennsylvania. This was a fun email. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if there's a will, there's a way. She literally said it doesn't fit in the apartment. I would get different movers. (laughs) What do you think could change, though? I don't know. Someone with ingenuity? Is that a word? Mm -hmm. Ingenuity? Ingenuity. Mm-hmm. Somebody with a, a sparkle in the brain. <laughs> I want a young ingenue to help me with my couch. Yeah, or like find someone who's an engineer. <laughs> I guess you could leave it in storage until you're in a bigger place. No, I really think she can get this couch into her apartment. I don't think she can. I really do. It Who- wouldn't go up the stairwell. Yeah, because of these idiot movers. <laughs> Who knows if we got somebody else on the case? I think she should try again with different people. Okay. All right. Or measure the couch, measure the stair. Like, I would exhaust every option Uh because I love my couch Mm -hmm. and I don't want to part with my couch, Mm -hmm. even though it's a bad couch. Right. I want to figure out how to fix my couch. Mm -hmm. And she loves that couch. Aren't there people who cut couches in half and then, like, move it in? Medea? Medea what cuts did you couches? Say? <laughs> I am a man, black woman. Y'all gotta give it to 
Bitch, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You can't say Medea and then tell me to get it together. It's Juneteenth. I've seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Oh, I'm talking about how to keep the couch. This is when she destroys the couch? Yeah. Because she's so mad? That's okay. destroying it. Yeah. <laughs> what I was talking about. <laughs> there are people who dissemble a couch uh-huh. and then put it back together in the actual space. Oh my God. <laughs> Chris would have it in a flash. Chris would be like, your couch is over here. It's inside your stomach. <laughs> He would put it together with one side normal and one side upside down and walk away. He's like, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I I think she should call a couch cutter. Yeah, she can call a couch cutter. I also think it might be a nice opportunity for a new thing. Like, (laughs) you're shaking your head now. I don't like change. Change really affects me and makes me upset. It also sounds like, I know the person writing in said, it's not about the breakup, but it sounds like maybe they just went through a breakup and they're trying to hold on to something. Maybe. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Well, they just don't like change. There's nothing wrong with that, but maybe keep the couch in a storage unit. And since you do need a couch in your current place, maybe get a couch that fits the current place. And then maybe over time, you might be like, actually, I realize I don't need that old couch anymore. It doesn't fit my life currently and literally. (laughs) 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 Truly, I would exhaust every option to get that couch in there. (laughs) You're like, I love my old baggage. (laughs) I do, I love it. Let me bring it everywhere. Um, Yeah, that's what I, I, you were probably smarter or whatever or like have a better <laughs> handle on it <laughs> but nobody's taking my couch <laughs> no one's trying to take your you couch you have my couch <laughs> did you write this <laughs> just a little something on my mind <laughs> alright should we answer audience questions yes um, yeah, if you have, you can just form a line to the mic. Answer. We ask really any question, but we try to focus on friendship questions. Yes. Oh no, this no, one no, right no, here. Yeah, that one. There. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hi. What's your name? Hello. You can um, angle it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Leela. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. So I'm curious. Um, what would you, what advice would you give for someone who like has had like a best friend and like kind of could see that dynamic within what I think is your dynamic where you just love each other so much and you're like, just like that. Um, but then like you've drifted apart and so now you're like missing that connection with that person. But like- Reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe like, trips like a like if you can afford going on a trip that's really great if you can't afford going on a trip maybe it's like if you don't live in the same town you spend time together in some sort of capacity where it's like uninterrupted fun time 
Um, Because you were away for six whole months. Yeah. And then you came back and then we went to Vegas for three days and had a lovely time. And I feel very like connected with you. And not that I felt a disconnect, but it was like so much time had passed. I was like, oh my God, I really miss my friend. Yeah. Um, So like this weekend was just like, it was like magical and nice. And it was fun to spend so much time with you. I agree. And I didn't snore, you guys. <laughs> she did so good. <laughs> and you could also just like uh, send a random text. People yeah. love random texts. Just like, hey, I was thinking about you. Or like, uh, I saw this thing and it reminded me of you. Do you want to meet up? Or, you know, any excuse to like say hi. Because I think maybe... I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but I feel like in the pandemic, we, I, I forgot about people like because yes. you don't see people all the time and then i was like oh yeah i used to hang out with the person all mm-hmm. the time or like i love this person but i just haven't said anything to them in like months yeah so i think it's okay if if the drifting happens but if you just like say hey thinking of you or like i miss you i think you'll find that people will respond extremely positively mm-hmm. to that because they also might feel the same way yeah you just don't know because you haven't reached out yeah. Because anytime I've reached out to any of my friends I haven't seen in a while, I've been like, I really miss you, can we? And they're like, yes, yeah. I fucking miss you, girl. And then like we go to dinner, it's a nice time. Yeah. Hope that helps. Solved. Solved. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, my name's Jose. Short version of my question is just I had a falling out with a friend and I just need to know if I should pursue kind of repairing things. The longer context of it is my friend has been dealing with a meth addiction for going on two years. And so initially what had happened was that he would tell me stories about his relationship with his family and with other friends, and he would only give me half of the story. So he would say, like, they're not listening to me. They're throwing my addiction in my face. I'm just going to have to cut things off. So I didn't really think anything about it. Then we get to a camping trip that I invited him to. He was high on mushrooms and weed the entire time to the point where he was just out of it. And like he almost put his foot into the fire and didn't even realize that he did it. And then got angry that we weren't inviting him to go on a hike. And I told him quite literally, you were so out of it that I was afraid if we took you on a hike, you would fall over a mountain and die. And so he told me that he didn't want to hear that and that we would have a talk. But then when we had the talk, he didn't really want to talk about it and he just kind of talked about how he was indulging more in his vices and he was saying quote unquote I was becoming Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and I was becoming the monster that I like to be so I just kind of needed to separate myself from that but then he started giving me ultimatums and saying like I don't know if you actually want to be my friend but if you don't that's completely fine we can just cut it off and I said okay let's talk about this And then he just, our schedules weren't aligning. And then finally, he just kind of said, like, I don't really appreciate you not being there for me because there was one situation where he got blackout drunk, got on a scooter, rammed it into a parked car, knocked out all of his teeth. Oh, my God. And passed out on the floor. And he tried to use that as leverage for me staying friends with him. And I just kind of, for me personally, because... I know about addiction and I was just like you can't really use leverage against me because that's not fair to me like if you're going to be my friend obviously I'll be there for you but you shouldn't be using that against me so 
he just finally cut things off with me and didn't want to talk. And then I cut things off, just blocked him on socials, blocked his phone number. And the day after that, I noticed that my car, my side mirror on my car was completely broken off. And my said friend lives like right down the block from me. So I kept on spiraling and thinking that it was actually happening. But when um, I, I had heard from some mutual friends that he was getting better and that he was taking his treatment seriously. But then uh, apparently his job started finding out about what he was doing. So he likely had another relapse and started spiraling. And a mutual friend kind of confirmed to me that said addiction friend actually broke my mirror and was bragging about it. So my thing is, is like, I understand that a lot of this behavior is just kind of the addiction coming to the forefront and that maybe somewhere down the line that we could remedy things, but I'm just kind of finding it difficult to actually find a headspace to like find any hope for any kind of reconciliation. And I don't really know if it's worth pursuing in the long run. This it's tough because addiction does take over people. They are a different person. It's technically not their fault because they are addicted to something. Um, But I do think there is a line between being a good friend and being taken advantage of and having your boundaries crossed and uh, your life being affected by this person's addiction. I think as long as your life is being affected negatively, I do think you should go no contact with them because I don't want you to like spiral and feel bad, you know, or like have them do something that then affects you in a negative way. And then you take it to work or you take it to other parts of your life. Um, I do think there is something to sending a message and being like, when you're ready to work on your addiction and honestly, maybe sobriety is not the thing they need. Maybe it's just like some sort of like, therapy or like I don't know like they do ketamine treatments or whatever like there's a lot of different treatments that you still use but like you know not as badly or whatever um I think you could reach out and be like I'm happy when you get your life under control to be your friend again I think this is a little tough I will say maybe talk to a therapist about it because I'm not a therapist but (laughs) yeah yeah we're definitely not experts in this but uh I like what you said and I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm sorry your friend's yeah. going through this. Addiction affects so many people and it sucks. And I, I think maybe if you do want to say anything at all, a message of like, well, when you're ready, I would act like to actually be friends. But in the state that you're currently in, that that's not going to work. And yeah, it sounds like when your friend receded, that they weren't in a place where they wanted to get better. And that's hard to be around. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't help them if they don't want to help themselves. So, yeah, I think right now maybe focus more on yourself and, like, protecting your peace before you try to bring this person back into your life. I yeah. hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who is an alcoholic, is currently an alcoholic, pretty bad alcoholic, I just put up boundaries that I don't drink with them. And if they get too drunk, I leave a location because I don't like seeing him like that. It makes me feel bad. Um, And then I feel like I'm enabling him when I drink with him. So like, that's the boundary I've put up with him. So maybe that's awful. I don't know. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're very sweet. Thank you.
Hi, sorry, my heart is being so fast. I kind of feel like your tit that one time. Oh my God, why would you bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about my first kiss. I had a, my first kiss was when I was 17 and I was so nervous. My heart was beating so fast out of my chest that my tit was like gyrating out of my shirt. And the guy was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, um, so I understand that Previous question was kind of heavy, so I have something shorter and a little bit more lighthearted. If you two had your own separate romantic comedies, who would you want to play as your love interest and who would you love to play as yourselves respectfully? Why would they be separate? You'd be my love interest. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be my love interest. Yeah. Because not every love is romantic. Exactly. Some of it is platonic. Mm-hmm. I recently told my grandpa that Sushir was my platonic life partner. And I was like, I think when we get old, if we're not married, we'll probably like live together and take care of each other. And he was like, show her to me. And I showed her. I showed my grandpa Sushir and he went, oh, okay. And... <laughs> And I don't know what that means. It's like, I trust that face. I trust that nice lady. Okay. Um, Yeah, you're my love interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, okay. So if I had to pick a a, a man. (laughs) Actually, I wouldn't pick a man. I'd pick Michelle Rodriguez. Mm. I really love how she's just there. <laughs> and I, I don't mean that as like like shade or anything, but like sometimes she'll just be like Dom, and you're like <laughs> you're falling off a mountain, and like you're just like Dom, like <laughs> also go see Fast X, it's really fun. But uh, I just really, she's so chill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be my love interest. Hmm. Or Jason Momoa and Kulats. Uh, why in culottes specifically? He wears a lot of gauchos and, and fast X, and his nails are painted. Are these all based on facts X? You're like, that's the last movie I saw. I would date all of them. I'm like, actually, Jason Statham. Uh, actually, The Rock and the end post credit scene. Actually, Lil B. Uh, you know, Dom son Brian. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a child. Um, I did have one problem with the movie. <laughs> That's not her question, but yes. What is? What was your problem with that? It's just that Dom named his son Little B Brian after a person who's alive in the franchise but dead in real life. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. But I answered the question. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, I would say Tessa Thompson. I like the little like. <laughs> Here's a little tidbit. Chase <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> Valkyrie. <laughs> um, I had a thing for Donald Gleason for a while. Oh wait, I still have a thing for him. Yeah. Him too. Him too. <laughs> yes. Those are our answers. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Anna. I'm here actually with one of my best friends, Cassie. Oh yay! Aww. 
and I'm currently in like a situationship. I'm dating someone that she doesn't like. Okay. So I'm wondering. She's crossing her arms. She hates it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've given this guy multiple tries before, and he's just not it. But I just keep coming back to him, and I know it's a situationship. So, what would you say about dating people that your friends don't like? Yeah. <laughs> Should I run? Is that the is that the answer? Well, okay. Nicole definitely dated someone I did not like. And <laughs> you know this. I it took me a second. I truly was like, who? <laughs> yeah, he was bad. Yes. But I think there were times where I was like maybe trying to give advice that I thought, like, like what I would do if I was dating this person or whatever. And I felt like that, I mean, you tell me how you, or, or whatever, either respond to this or don't. But, <laughs> but I, it felt like if I was, like, too overbearing with, like, cautious advice or saying this guy sucks or whatever, you would recede and not tell yeah, me Yeah, I just wouldn't tell you anything. Yeah. And, and eventually I was like, I'd rather know what's going on. Cause I don't, I don't want you to be like sad by yourself or like mm -hmm. be in a sh shitty situation. And I don't know about it. So then I kind of like reeled my, my own opinions about this, to, like in and kept it more to myself. Not, I like, if there was something really bad, I would say, yeah. like, Hey, I, I don't like this, but, uh, yeah, I was, I would, I would try not to harp on it too much. Cause I was like, well, she's going to learn her own lesson one way or another I can't tell her what to do it's her life and I'd rather like know she's okay than not so uh I guess that's more of a <laughs> advice to your friend um <laughs> she's gonna make her own mistakes and and you know she like you already said you know it's not a good situation yeah. so let her go through it does he like a big old dick he really does he really does, he does. <laughs> Yeah. The dude I was dating had an enormous uncut dick and I like, oh my God. Oh, every time I'd be like, maybe it's love. Oh wait. Oh. I thought you were coming to dispute the length of the dick. She's like, actually, I no. Okay. Well, I hope that helped. Yeah. I think she only doesn't approve because she wants the best for you. Yeah. Like, Sushir would be like, I would tell her terrible stories and she'd be like, and how did that make you feel? And I'd be like, not good. <laughs> but it was like nice that you listened. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would have been not fun for you if you, like, if you kept like lecturing me to be like, you shouldn't be with him, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not with him. <laughs> we never go out during the day. <laughs> I do feel like I just have like lessons I need to learn. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Also, I'll tell you this. You're worth more than a situationship. Like, thank you. You really are. I promise you. Hello. Hi. Hello. Name is Aaron. Aaron. Um, so my, a little bit similar to theirs. Kind of, kind of. It's just friends and dating. Um, in my friend group, we have Tyler and Zach. 
Tyler went out. <laughs> Do you really want to we were all like, say well, their names? No, Tyler I, and Zach. No, I spent in line making up fake names. I'm like, which one? Oh, good it? job. Oh, okay. okay. So Tyler went out with this guy, um, and the date didn't go well. It was, it was bad. And then a month later, Zach went out with the same guy, and they're, they're doing well. Um, and then since it's our friend group, Tyler obviously found out, but now he's giving... Uh, Zach an ultimatum like me or him and we're all we're, we're all like Tyler you want this one date with one guy is bad and just get over it but he's just like he's just in his feelings so mm. I'm neither of the guys <laughs> I must Ooh. Mm. what should both of them do I guess I mean, the one who is rejected should just get over it. <laughs> In my brain. Like, I mean, it might suck to see this person and be like, oh, it didn't work out between us, but like, you can't be happy that your friend is doing well with this other person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I was yeah, just that. didn't get along. They didn't didn't well, didn't match. Well, but then Tyler I, should I, know. I, like, obviously, we're not but Tyler's together. Not like, we like the guy, and he's like, Oh, Tyler does not like the guy. He does. He oh, he did, does. Like, he did, but the so he still guy likes like him. him. So he's yeah. like not over it. So I'm like, bit. listen to some Frank Ocean and like <laughs> fucking move on. <laughs> I think it's also a little bit of like bro code, a little bit. Like I went out with this guy. Oh. I'm like, it was one date. But it was one date. Yeah. One date. Yeah. No, he gotta get over it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. How do you present that to a friend, though? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you guys are harsh. <laughs> Get the fuck up over it. You ever see Tyra Matt Black woman? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like someone needs to ask Tyler, like, what, like, Tyler gave the ultimatum to Zach, but, like, what matters more to you, Tyler? Your friend who you Ooh. were friends with for years, or this guy you had one date with? That's good. That's a real rational way of thinking. <laughs> I'm like, get over it! <laughs> yeah, because that's not fair. Because then you're like prioritizing this new person? Yeah, I think that might put things in perspective for them. I think that's actually really good, Sashir. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh my God. Okay, I hope that helps. Yeah, thank you. Solved! Hi, guys. Hi. My name is Akila. Um, I've been in LA for like eight years. Can you do me a favor? Could you just be a little bit closer to the mic? Thank you so much. Is this better? That's better. Thank you. Pull it down. Lower it. Yeah. I'm too short. Okay, here we go. My name is Akila. I've been in LA for like eight years and I've had trouble finding quality friends. So if I go to an arts market dance class, I meet really cool people, vibe with them, share Instagrams, but just nothing pans out or they're pretty flaky. Um, so do you have any tips on finding quality friends in LA? Yeah. There's people here. There's, yeah, there's people here. <laughs> yeah. So also, friends. trap them. So. <laughs> when you meet them, instead of just exchanging Instagrams, be like, there's a very cool place I wanted to try for dinner. Are you free anytime next week to try it? Okay trap them and then they have to go through their phone and then be like well i'm busy every day or they're like tuesday works and then you're like tuesday works for me and then you go to dinner and then hopefully it blossoms into a nice friendship i like that yeah trap them (laughs) 
Awesome. Because LA people are flaky. Yeah. And anytime I've wanted to like make a friend with someone here, I've I've had to trap them. <laughs> By being like, what day will you see me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Make Hopefully that helps. the first date. What? Get something down the first date. What? Get plans the first date. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. first time, the first time you meet them and you're like vibing or whatever, like when you exchange Instagrams, instead of doing that, have a restaurant in mind to be like, I'm going to go to this place. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this is the last one. No pressure. <laughs> Hi. Longtime listener, first time questioner. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I... Wow, that was just a life goal of making you giggle, and I truly am going to ride that high for a long-ass time. Um, But um, I want to start off by saying, Nicole, I really appreciate how much you talk about therapy. COVID was hard for me, and I openly talk about therapy at work now, uh, about how I need a mental health day and how things are really hard for me. So uh, with my family who, you know, doesn't use therapy at all, and it's helping my husband and I go to couples therapy, and so I just want to say, like, I quote you all the time. Thank you. Uh, and you, you and both of you make me so happy. So I just want to say thank you so much for uh, the, like how much you talk about therapy. It just makes me feel like, you know, I'm not the only one out there. And I feel like not a lot of people do that. So I really appreciate that. Thank you Aww. for telling us that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Everyone should be in therapy. We That's went through three years of a pandemic and we're and all no like, we're fine. no one talks about that. I know. It's still I going. I keep saying it to people. I'm like, we all went through something so traumatic and we're like, la, 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 We're in Vegas. There's the Eiffel Tower. We almost died. We sprayed Lysol on French fries. <laughs> and no one talks about that. Anyway, also, how's Clyde? Clyde is good. Um, <laughs> I thought I saw a dog here and I was really excited it was Clyde. No, he bites people, so I can't. I'm okay with that. Well, he, I, he got, okay, so I'll tell you. So I went to the Irvine Improv and I brought him with me and he bit the server and she had to go to the hospital and then I had to like present his paperwork that he didn't have like rabies and shit. So I don't bring him anywhere anymore because also he's, he's, he doesn't have very many teeth. But, but he's like, I'll get ya! I'm going to use these ones till I got them. What? I said he's going to use those ones he's got till he's got them. Yeah. But he's um, good. Thank you for asking. Um, um, I also went to your fake funeral in Montreal, and I have to say it was um, pretty great. Oh, thank you. So in Montreal, there was like a living wake. So it was like a roast, a nice roast where people say like nice stuff. And Matteo Lane did it. And he, <laughs> he told a story, but only got two words out. And we both started laughing. <laughs> I don't know if he finished the story. It was oh, great. We just laughed so hard. Thank you. But, Do you have anything uh, to say about me? Well, I didn't know how much time I had. I just, I'm here too. I told you. <laughs> Damn, dragged alive. Uh, <laughs> I did have like a half a bottle of Savion Blanc before I came up here because I was nervous. Yes. But um, I yes, do have a question. Diva. I swear to God, sorry. Um, so I had a really bad falling out with a friend from high school where. We, I live in DC and I just never went home to North Carolina to see her. And so, you know, it just was kind of like a toxic me always being the planner, always being the person who did all of the work. And kind of, I was just like, why am I doing this kind of thing? And so, you know, then I found out that I had planned this whole activity, this whole weekend, taking time off work, they were going to come. And then one of my other best friends 
tells me they were on a trip with them and they had been saying how they had been just lying to my face the whole time and weren't going to come. And I was, you know, they had told me they had been running and I was like, oh, that's great. You always said you hated running. Like, let's go do this race together. You know, I'm not a great runner, but like, you know, we could train together from far and like kind of bond over that. And they said, yeah, I just don't really want to tell him the truth. So I just keep telling him I'm going to come and I never went. So I just stopped responding to her because I was just like, I'm, you know, I was going, I have like, you know, mental health stuff like everyone does. And so I was like, I'm just not doing that shit. And my husband was like, yeah, just give up. Like you've put a lot of work into it. It's just not worth it. And so I did. And they sent a lot of texts, you know, apologizing after the fact. But now I have to go to a bachelorette and I might be officiating a wedding where there are bridesmaids in it for our other friend. And I wanted to know... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, so how should I approach that? I texted her because she got married the other day and she texted me when I got married and we hadn't talked and I was like, you know, good luck, Godspeed. <laughs> kind of thing, but just like, you know, trying to be like, you did, you did it, so I'm going to do it back to you. Mm-hmm. And But now I'm kind of like, how do I not make this super uncomfortable because we're going to New Orleans, so no one will be sober. Uh, So I just want to avoid, like, attention being on that and taking away from anyone else. Do you want to do a phone call before you get down? Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, a phone call might be nice. Because I just want to be like, you know, we had our situation, let's move on and know that it's about this other person and not us. I think that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like dreading. <laughs> it's usually, I feel like most conversations I've had with friends or anyone in my life that it's like, it feels heavy. Mm-hmm. It's usually better or easier yeah. than you anticipate. Cause we're probably both nervous. You're, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure your friend's also like, Oh my God, I don't know. How, Cause we've like, been friends since high school. And then all of a sudden I was just like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think maybe like send a text and like, hey, do you have time to talk before we go on this trip? I'd love to like, you don't even have to say what it's about. Just like, yeah. do you have time to talk? Can we chat? Yeah. yeah, can we chat? And then it doesn't have to be a long chat. You don't have to rehash anything. It could just be like, yeah, I I want to be around you mm-hmm. in the situation and not have it feel weird. Yeah. Because we, yeah, we're here for somebody else's celebration and let's do that. Cool. So, yeah. I agree. I think that's very smart. And I know I catastrophize yes. in my brain. Evidence with the shower sex stuff. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that I thought the glass was shower. Anyway, I tend to be like, I have this issue. I need to talk to somebody. But like, what if they hate me? What if they're mad at me? What if they push me down the stairs? Which is a thing I say to my therapist a lot. She's always like, why do you think people are pushing me down the stairs? How many stairs are like, you around? I don't know. It could happen. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, I think you're like, uh, you might think it's going to be a worse conversation than it is. Your friend might just be like, yeah, we did have a falling out. We're not as close anymore, but we can still be in the same room and we yeah. can still have a conversation. Um, but yeah, I also do think it's important to remember that like, it's not about you. Yeah. It's about your friend getting married. Mm-hmm. And if drinking does like make things more intense, I mean, it might suck being in New Orleans, but like maybe you just drink a little less. Yeah. I think maybe it's point. like two in, you're like, that's my limit for now. Or if like, she's getting really drunk or whatever, like, do you know what I mean? Just like remove yourself a little bit from a place where something could like be contemptuous. Look at these words. <laughs> You plop down like it wore you out. Like, 
Enough big shit. words for me. <laughs> I'll Google that when I get home. <laughs> I hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you again for the, everything. Yes. Thank you. I think that's it. We did, we did it. it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so, so much, much for coming. coming. <laughs> Hopefully we'll do more live shows because Tashira's back in town. Yeah. And there's a writer's strike. <laughs> so we're, so we're both around. unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Solidarity. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I did. Solidarity. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Bye. Have a good night. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hi there, this is Mary Holland. You may know me from Happiest Season or Veep or the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Or you may know me as Janice Cramps. Huh? I want to wish Comedy Bang Bang a happy 15th anniversary. Wow, 15 years old. Comedy Bang Bang is about to get its driver's permit. I'm so excited for it. And I'm, you know, really grateful because Comedy Bang Bang has brought me so much joy as a listener and a performer. And I'm just very grateful for this community that we have in Comedy Bang Bang. You can hear me and a lot lot of other very funny people on Comedy Bang Bang wherever you get your podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Tune in. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.